Welcome back to Honey Hush, where we are all about seeing each other as a solution instead of the competition. And this week, I am smack dab in the middle of the epitome of feminine competition. I want to share with you just a little bit about how staying in your lane actually increases your chances of not only surviving, but thriving. Welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up and coming and established leaders alike. Every week, we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now, here are your hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. case you haven't figured out whose voices is whose, this is Elizabeth today. And I'm with my middle daughter, Blake. We are currently in Vicksburg, Mississippi for the entire week. Not only is this the cutest little river town established right on the banks of the Mississippi River, but it's also the longtime host of the Miss Mississippi pageant since 1958. My daughter is not a contestant, obviously, because she's only 11 years old. However, every single contestant here has three princesses that they mentor, and our contestant is Miss Southern Oaks, Mary Elizabeth Killian. Mary Elizabeth is an Ole Miss graduate, and she has a degree in accounting and a philanthropy platform to target and create solutions for childhood obesity. I tell you all that about our contestant because, I mean, how many times growing up did we as little girls watch Miss America and our full attention was on the girl who twirled the baton the best or whose dress sparkled the brightest? I mean, let's be honest, the beauty and poise displayed on that stage is nothing short of awe-inspiring. I would spend the next week with a book on top of my head, perfecting my smile, and of course, working on my wrist, wrist, elbow, elbow wave, because in my little girl, eight-year-old mind, I too was going to be Miss America one day. But to be completely transparent, it was not until last year when my daughter participated in this Magnolia Princess mentorship program for the very first time that I got a behind-the-scenes look at really what goes on in the Miss America organization. The beauty and poise each contestant displays is only for reasons of relativity. Actually, the real business of a state title holder is quite audacious. And what I find even more attractive about it from a parent's perspective is that the educational scholarship money that's earned at every attempt. In fact, the Mississippi program provides more scholarship money than any other state in the Miss America organization. Obviously, what gets your attention first when you meet a Miss Mississippi contestant is her charm. My gracious, y'all, I cannot even describe to you the spark in their eyes and the hope in their smiles. But what's behind every one of those girls aged anywhere from 17 to 25 years old is hours of volunteer work towards their individual cause. My daughter is obsessed with asking each contestant, what do you give your time to towards to make our, better, our state better? She receives answers ranging from teen suicide, music therapy for the disabled, to closing the gap on literacy or early detection of malnutrition. No two girls have the same philanthropy, and so at any given time, our state has 50 different women storming our government, demanding better for its citizens. Our very own Asia Branch was recognized this past year as the second runner-up at Miss America with the Quality of Life Award for her work with children who have incarcerated parents. Asia has been given opportunities to help children like herself that would never have happened without that crown. Here's the deal, though, about all of this. Do you think they would even have a shot at creating this level of change if they were not displaying mad leadership skills? 
That sash that they earn to be Miss Whoever is not what gives them the confidence to write their government officials and ask to sit on congressional bills being written. There are a lot of girls... There are a lot of girls in our state that could easily win a beauty pageant if outer beauty was all that mattered. But these women from adolescence had a maturity instilled in them to develop leadership skills that exceed their beauty so that their voice could be heard. That sash is just their business card that allows them to get in the door. Each contestant has sharpened their interview skills, public speaking skills, and interpersonal as well as social interaction skills to a level that demands that people listen to what she has to say without them ever even realizing it. Throughout each pageant she participates in while trying to claim a crown that exposes her to a new group of other amazing women who are just as powerful and just as capable as she is. These other contestants become lifelong friends that become a joint force of power and influence. Together, those women learn to set goals higher than they could have ever imagined alone and to actually follow through with those goals because their voice matters. Their choice of change for the state matters too. And what if, just by chance, our Miss Mississippi is chosen as Miss America? I mean, it's happened four times already. And like I mentioned before about our current Miss Mississippi, Asia Branch, she actually got to sit with President Trump to discuss tangible ways to decrease the negative effects of having an incarcerated parent has on an innocent child. Yes, each contestant does have a talent, an evening gown, and for right now, the swimming suit is not in the picture. Although physical fitness is still highly suggested. The four points of the Miss America crown are style, service, scholarship, and success. 75% of the overall competition is based on talent and interview in order to select a powerful woman and not just a beautiful one. Being a local title holder has many community service responsibilities, but once crowned as the actual state title holder, that becomes the winner's full-time job for that rest of the entire year. One of my most favorite quotes is from Whitney Thomas, Miss Utah 2009. The whole Miss America experience is so empowering and makes you feel so well-rounded. The crown provides you with a bigger voice and a sphere of influence, and all the while you're learning as an individual. Every single girl's reason for entering the pageant is different. Some actually need the scholarship money to complete their undergraduate degree. Some are here simply because they're incredibly passionate about their platform. Others are here to increase their network for future influence. No matter what the reason for them being here is, each one earned their place and fully embraces the responsibility that comes along with the crown they so proudly wear. Even though, yes, technically, it is a competition and only one girl can win, out of 50 local titles, one state winner will be crowned. And out of 50 state titles, only one Miss America will be crowned. These girls know what they're getting into and they are prepared physically and mentally as well as emotionally. Even though you can only compete in Miss America once, you can compete in your state pageant as many times as you want until age 25. So if you really want it, go for it all nine times if that's what it takes. Talk about resiliency. There are girls here this year and this is their fourth attempt. I have so much respect for those girls because they have something amazing to offer the state and they're not taking no for an answer. They are also the same girls that cheered the loudest last year when Asia was crowned instead of them. One of the most impressive things that my daughter has picked up on while participating in the Magnolia Princess program is how each girl knows their worth and does not feel the need to see the other contestant as their competition. At the end of the day, it is going to come down to what our state needs in this present moment and how effective she can be at a national level. Being catty, competitive, disrespectful, or discouraging to another contestant does nothing but guarantee a bus ticket right back home.
These girls know the race that they are individually running, and they know their lane. You can cheer on the girl that is on her second mile while you run your hurdles, all the while the girl hitting the 20-yard dash is screaming your name. Imagine if those girls got all twisted up trying to do all three in each other's lane. Have you ever felt like you were sprinting a long-distance marathon while jumping over hurdles? Yeah, it sucks. You become exhausted really fast, and all you can focus on is how frustrated you are because you're not doing well at any of it. What if you focused on what you do well, where your leadership skills lie, how you can be effective on what matters to you? These contestants here in Vicksburg are effective because they know the race that they're running and they're staying in their lane. And just like the real life that you and I operate in every single day, we do not get to decide whether or not our work is appreciated or recognized. But ultimately, that's not the point, y'all. We should not be doing good just for the acceptance or recognition of others. True leaders have a calling to be above the average expectancy of humanity. It's easy to be average and to deliver the status quo. But a leadership queen knows her worth and gives her best regardless of what's happening around her. This world needs more queens working together. Invest in developing your interpersonal and social interaction skills so that you too can have the same influence as these title holders. No crown required. 